This is Radio Romania International. You are listening to our one-hour broadcast in English for listeners in Western Europe and Africa. We can also be heard on the Internet at www.rri.ro channel 1. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and other social media platforms. Our programs are also available on TuneIn and via satellite Eurosat 16A on 11512 MHz vertical polarization azimuth 16 degrees east symbol rate 29950 mega symbols per second standard DVB S2 modulation 8 PSK Audio PID 510. We wish you good reception conditions. Hello, I'm your host, Elena Enake, bringing you the news. But first, let's take a quick look at the weather picture. It's hot across Romania with maximum temperatures ranging from 28 to 37 degrees Celsius. The new reading in Bucharest was 33 degrees. 21 counties in the south and west and the capital Bucharest are under a yellow code alert for heat. The heat wave is expected to expand to other regions as well. And now the news. The headlines. Romanian commercial banks expect the central bank to raise again the monetary policy interest rate. The United States will not allow China to isolate Taiwan, Speaker of the House of Representatives Nancy Pelosi said after a visit to Taiwan. And untold festival in Cluj-Napoca is underway. The United States will not allow China to isolate Taiwan, Speaker of the House of Representatives Nancy Pelosi said in a news conference in Tokyo after a visit to Taiwan that upset China. Beijing conducted Thursday military drills in the context of the visit. Some of the Chinese ballistic missiles launched as part of live fire exercises had landed in Japan's exclusive economic zone, threatening the country's security, Japanese Prime Minister Fumio Kishida said. Chinese vessels and aircraft crossed the Taiwan Strait Median Line on Friday morning, Reuters cites the Taiwan's defense ministry as saying. Taiwan reacted by dispatching aircraft and ships and deploying land-based missile systems to monitor the situation. Taiwan's military will prepare combat readiness but will not ask for a war, the defense ministry added, according to Reuters. Financial experts with commercial banks are expecting the central bank to raise today the monetary policy interest rate. Also today, the central bank will approve its latest report on inflation, which experts say could be revised upwards. The three-month ROBOR, the interest rate index used as a reference for most RON-denominated loans, stands at 8.11%, the highest level in 12 years. The six-month ROBOR went up to 8.23% per year, while the 12-month ROBOR also increased to 8.34%. As regards the reference index for consumer loans, it stands at 2.65% per year. As compared with the beginning of the year, interest rates on mortgage loans went up by over 50% and are almost double their value six years ago. In Cluj-Napoca, in northwestern Romania, the Untold Electronic Music Festival, currently at its seventh edition, 
is underway. Untold takes place in several locations, with the main stage placed in the Cluj Arena. The lineup includes the world's best DJs, and organizers expect nearly 400,000 people to attend. Untold is one of the largest music festivals in the world. The theme of this year's edition is Temple of Luna, an artistic concept that emphasizes the mythological dimension of Transylvania, seen as a land of night and magic. More than 8,600 cases of COVID-19 were confirmed on Friday in Romania. Over 4,000 people are treated in hospital and 300 of them are in intensive care. Authorities have reported 27 related deaths, one from a previous date. The health ministry has announced that three military hospitals in Sibiu, Cluj-Napoca and Timiș have reopened dedicated sectors for COVID patients. As many as 11 athletes, including two-time world champion David Popovic, will represent Romania at the European Swimming Championships in Rome, held between August 11 and 21st. Popovic is the championship's favorite in the 100-meter and 200-meter freestyle race, which he also won in Budapest earlier this year. The Canadian Royal Air Force is conducting an air policing mission in Romania. According to the Defense Ministry, a unit of 180 troops and six CF-188 Hornet aircraft will operate under NATO command in the next four months jointly with Romanian Air Force units, while another two aircraft will take part in drills organized jointly with NATO allies. This is the sixth rotation of Canadian troops at Romania's Mihail Gogolnicianu Air Base since 2017. Canadian forces were also deployed in Câmpia Turzi in central Romania in 2014. The presence of the CF-188 Hornet aircraft in Romania is part of the action plan for ensuring NATO operational capability in the eastern flank and proves the alliance's unity and determination in response to recent security challenges, the Romanian Defense Ministry said. And that was the news coming to you from Bucharest, Radio Romania International. The Robor Index continues to increase, as do consumer loan installments. I'm Ana Maria Popescu with more in this report written by Mihai Pelin. The three-month Robor Index, based on which the costs of consumer loans in domestic currency with variable interest rates are calculated, continues to rise and has reached 8.11% per annum. The last time the index was higher, namely 8.15%, was in February 2010, the central bank says. Earlier this year, the index was 3% per year. Almost half of the loans in domestic currency taken out in Romania are currently based on the Robor Index. The financial analyst Adrian Negrescu says a lot of Romanians now have to pay 50 or even 80% higher installments than last year. 
The first solution would be to switch to the Consumer Loan Reference Index, IRCC, so that installments may drop for one to two years, Adrian Negrescu believes. In order to switch from Robor to IRCC, borrowers only need to go to the bank where they have taken out the loan and submit an application, which is usually resolved within 30 days. It is a lawful request that banks are bound to comply with as quickly as possible. If indeed the bank in question denies the application, which is a possibility, the solution is to take the matter to the Banking Dispute Settlement Center, an institution that helps people, free of charge, to negotiate new lending terms and conditions with banks. Another option is loan refinancing based on offers from various banks. For those who lose their jobs, the only solution is to postpone repayment for a few months until they manage to get hired. Adrian Negrescu For those experiencing difficulties, that is, who failed to get a job, personal bankruptcy or transferring an asset in lieu of payment are two other options that may help them get rid of the burden of a loan they can no longer afford. The financial analyst also warns that as long as inflation remains high, interest rates will continue to go up. He says Robor is expected to reach 9% in the forthcoming period. A rise in the key interest rate is the most frequently used measure by central banks, which are in charge of securing price stability when they try to keep inflation in check. To reduce the cash available in the market, they raise interest and thus deter further borrowing. But the measure also impacts older loans in that it pushes variable interests up. The more expensive the loans given by central banks to commercial banks, the higher the interest rates in the interbank market. At European level, several central banks have also increased interest rates because of the global economic situation. Europe has been struggling with the COVID-19 pandemic, which has upset supply chains, And in addition, since February, the war in Ukraine and the sanctions against Russia have been shattering the energy market. And this wraps up today's newscast on Radio Romania International. Don't forget that you can also follow us online at rri.ro and on Facebook. Next in this program, sports. Welcome to Sports Weekend. I'm Eugen Nasta. Three Romanian football teams on Thursday proved their medal in the first leg as part of the Conference League's third preliminary round. Away from home, Sieva Cluj played Shakhtar Soligorsk of the Belarus. As a result of a UEFA resolution to ban official matches hosted by Russia or the Belarus, the game was hosted by the Turkish city of Adapazari. Sieva Cluj had the upper hand all throughout the game yet the Romanians were held to a blank draw. So CFR are the favourites to winning the tie. The return leg is scheduled in Cluj-Napoca this coming Thursday. If they outclass Shakhtar Saligorsk, CFR Cluj will play a playoff fixture ahead of the Conference League group stage, taking on the winner of the match pitting Slovenia's NK Maribor against Helsingin Jalkapala Klubi of Finland, 
counting towards Europa League preliminaries. In the first leg this past Thursday, the Finnish team won 2-0 away from home. In Poland's Lublin, Universiteta Krajowa sustained a 0-1 away defeat by Zaria Lugansk of Ukraine. With no official match on their record sheet so far, Zaria Lugansk had the upper hand throughout the game and won thanks to Denis Nahoyny goal in minute 56, so the decisive qualifying match is next Thursday's fixture in Krajowa. If they advance to the competition's next stages, in the playoffs, Universitata take on the winner of the match beating Swiss team FC Lugano against Hapoel Beersheba of Israel. In the first leg, the latter team grabbed a 2-0 win away from home. The only Romanian team to have played a home game this past Thursday, Shepsis Fontugiorge, sustained a 1-3 defeat by Dugordon of Sweden. Scoring for the guests were Viktor Edvardsson, who turned a penalty kick into a goal on 26 minutes, and Joel Osoro, who scored in minutes 31 and 53. Shepsis Alexandru Dodorie on 79 minutes turned a penalty kick into a goal. Shepsis' qualification chances are very slim, but if they outclass De Gordon, Shepshi will play the winner of the match beating Apoel Nikosia of Cyprus against FC Kolesnar Petropavlovsk of Kazakhstan. On Thursday, Apoel Nikosia grabbed a 1-0 home win. On Wednesday, in the Conference League's third preliminary round, FCSB defeated Slovakia's Dunajka Streda 1-0 away. And that's all from Sports Today. You can also access our sports items at rri.o and on Facebook. Focus on Romania. Time now for Hit of the Day. We invite you to listen to What's Up and their hit, Ruins. Inima. 
future starts today. Welcome everyone to The Future Starts Today, at the microphone your host, Vlad Palku. In February 2021, the European Commission launched Europe's Beating Cancer Plan, whereby it allotted 4 billion euro to fund cancer prevention, research and treatment programs across the European Union. Shortly afterwards, Romanian authorities started transposing this plan into national law. Last month saw the launch of Romania's national anti-cancer plan, which first and foremost lays out the standard protocol cancer patients must observe from the first signs of the disease until the completion of therapy. Moreover, the plan is based on a multidisciplinary approach. Cancer patients can seek treatment from a team of specialists. This extended approach involving prevention, screening, diagnosis, treatment and palliative care, also involving recovery and reintegration, entails a strategy that only a multidisciplinary team can elaborate and provide to the patient. Finally, the plan brings to the fore innovation, research and patient-oriented medicine, as Diana Paun, a presidential healthcare advisor, has told Radio Romania. The plan was patterned on the European plan itself. There are clear deadlines for every objective. There are 11 objectives in total, with specific goals for specific types of cancer that we have factored in, namely those forms that are most frequent in Romania – colorectal cancer, breast cancer and cervical cancer for women, lung cancer and prostate cancer for men, but also leukemia and childhood cancer. There are specific deadline-related goals spanning until 2026. Of course, we want to implement some goals before that, for instance, national screening programs for certain types of cancer, such as breast, lung or colorectal cancer, are supposed to finalize by January 1, 2023. A national cancer register, an important and necessary measure, is expected to be up and running by 2024, and by 2026 we plan on creating a healthcare innovation fund, 
with multiple financing sources that should provide Romanian patients with quick access to new therapies in due time, Diana Boon. Due to system-wide underfunding, access to new drugs is very difficult for Romanian patients compared to elsewhere in Europe, which is why the plan also seeks to provide Romanian patients with quick access to new drugs and state-of-the-art screening methods, Diana Paun says. Un element important al acestui plan este că el pune accent a central element in the new plan is the focus on medical innovation and research and on digital solutions. The pandemic has taught us to resort to these means in order to communicate and benefit from all the findings of research. The plan has a clear objective that must be implemented by 2023 to come up with criteria that should allow for reimbursements of genetic testing, which is the latest medical breakthrough in this field, genetic cancer markers that can predict the risk that a certain individual develops a specific type of cancer. And if we know in advance what type of cancer to expect in certain individuals, we can prevent the disease or, if the disease is already active, prescribe better targeted and patient-oriented treatments that should generate less adverse reactions and increase chances of recovery, Diana Pawun, a presidential healthcare advisor, has told us. Europe's Beating Cancer Plan will divide its billion euro funds to each member state depending on projects established at national level. The plan allows for great financial opportunity – Diana Poon argues, and hopefully researchers, physicians, hospital managers and institutions in Romania will try to access these funds, based on a strategic concept that experts have already provided. Europe's Beating Cancer Plan, which was used as a model for Romania's own plan, provides four main pillars with separate funding. The first refers to prevention – namely raising public awareness and accountability with respect to healthy living, avoiding smoking, alcohol abuse, healthy eating or preventing pollution. The second pillar has to do with screening, namely early diagnosis. Right now, Romania has a single cancer screening program for colorectal cancer, Although there are numerous types of cancer, such as breast cancer or lung cancer, that require screening programs. A third pillar refers to diagnosis using state-of-the-art methods and innovative treatments. The last pillar refers to access to palliative care, an aspect that has been neglected for a long time in Romania. According to official data, some 2.7 million cases of cancer and 1.3 million related fatalities were reported in Europe in 2020. In Romania, figures speak of approximately 99,000 new cases and over 54,000 cancer-related deaths. You have been listening to The Future Starts Today. This feature is available on ri.ro.
time for a quick music break on Radio Romania International. Listen to the Romanian band Treisudest and a song called Tides. Radio Romania International broadcasting from Bucharest. Foreign student in Romania. Welcome to Foreign Student in Romania. I'm Eugen Nasta. Today we shall be focusing on Simona Velikova of Bulgaria, pursuing an international relations study program with Cluj Napoca's Babes Boya University's Faculty of European Studies. Hello, you're listening to Radio Romania International. My name is Simona Petkova-Velikova, I'm 22, and I hail from Bulgaria's Varna, which is Bulgaria's third largest city, lying on the coast of the Black Sea. It was there that I graduated from high school. 
At the moment, I pursue a study program with Cluj-Napoca's Babesh Boyer University's European Studies Faculty, specializing in international relations and European studies. In 2019, before the pandemic, Simona Velikova hit Romania's Cluj-Napoca. She began a Romanian language preparatory year with the Babesh Boyer University's Faculty of Letters, the Department of Romanian Language, Culture and Civilization. She graduated from that course in 2020. Simona Velikova. With a grade 10, it was a B2 level. Honestly, I found it quite easy. I like foreign languages. I used to teach myself Korean for a while. I can speak German and English. Between Bulgarian and Romanian, there are also many similarities, more than I imagined. There are many similar words as well. And I also had a very good course tutor with the letters faculty, Lavinia Vasiu. She really is a very good teacher, so I found it very easy to learn Romanian. Then I also had employment in Romania. Actually, practice helps you a lot in speaking the language. In Romania, Simona Velikova had a job in a call center, among other things. At the moment, she is a translator from Romanian into Bulgarian for a Cluj-based company which is active on the market in the neighboring country. Ms. Velikova clearly intended to study international relations in Romania, a country that in no way was unbeknownst to her. Simona Velikova once again. I arrived in Romania rather differently, I dare say. My parents work in tourism, so it was also thanks to them that I travelled to Romania many times. I also started to work as a guide a couple of years ago, even before I relocated here, so I travelled a lot around the country. That's how I got to meet a lot of Romanians. I like being in Romania, by and large, and many Romanians recommended that I go to Cluj. I had thought I'd rather go to Bucharest, but quite a few people recommended Cluj. That's how I arrived in Cluj. What does Simona Velikova intend to do with her professional life in the coming years? What are the things that she likes in Romania? Here is Simona Velikova once again. The things I like, there are quite a few. I like the fact that people are more welcoming, not only in Cluj, but in Transylvania in general. Well, they're also like that in Bucharest, as there we're closer to the customs checkpoint anyway. But people are very open, welcoming, and they really like it a lot when they hear me speaking Romanian. In general, when they hear foreigners speaking Romanian, people really like it and appreciate it. Simona Velikova is passionate about traveling. She has put all her money in that. Simona wants that one day she would arrive in South Korea since she is attracted by Asian cultures. That was foreign student in Romania. You are listening to Radio Romania International. Hello and welcome to Music Highlights with me, Elena Enake. Mihail Jora was a Romanian composer, pianist and conductor. From 1929 to 1962, he was a professor at the Bucharest Music University. From 1928 to 1933, he was the main conductor of the Bucharest Orchestra. Mihail Jora composed six ballets, one symphony, two major orchestra works and many pieces for piano, as well as chamber music. Listen next to a fragment from Moldavian landscapes, which he composed, performed by the National Radio Orchestra with Paul Popescu at helm. 
we continue music highlights with Juju por Madame, composed by Mihail Jora and performed by Raluca Stirbots. We end music highlights today with a piece composed by Mihail Jora and performed by the Radio Chamber Orchestra conducted by Karol Litvin.
Living Romania. You are listening to Radio Romania International. Coming up next, Through the Looking Glass. Welcome to Through the Looking Glass. I'm your host, Elena Enake, inviting you to stay tuned for the next few minutes for an update on the most recent decisions taken at EU level, decisions that also concern Romania. The request of the European Parliament for a reform of the legislative process extending the EU COVID certificate scheme and new rules that aim to ensure that all kind of products in the EU sold online or in traditional shops comply with the highest safety requirements are the topics of Through the Looking Glass today. Stay tuned. The right to initiate legislation at the EU level is reserved almost entirely for the European Commission. Both the Council and the Parliament have an indirect right of initiative, as they can request a legislative proposal from the Commission, which is not obliged to act. The EU treaties grant Parliament a direct right of initiative only in specific cases, namely on rules for its own composition, European elections and on the duties of MEPs. The European Council is not a formal legislative body of the European Union. Therefore, the European Parliament calls for a reform of the legislative process when the treaties are next revised and notes that, as the only directly elected EU institution, MEPs must have the right to propose legislation. They also want to negotiate a new inter-institutional agreement with the Commission and the Council to avoid deadlocks when Parliament uses its current right of initiative on institutional matters. The report comprising Parliament's proposals was adopted at the beginning of June with 420 to 117 votes and 35 abstentions following a plenary debate. According to a release on the European Parliament's website, MEPs say the Council and the Commission have obstructed Parliament's already insufficient indirect legislative rights and its limited right of initiative. This includes the absence of an appropriate response from the Commission on most occasions where Parliament has proposed legislation. Rapporteur Paolo Rangel said related to this topic, quote, Our institutional architecture is ready for change. It is time to acknowledge that a general and global right of initiative for the Parliament is possible, desirable and in line with the constitutional aspiration of making the EU more democratic. It is time to act, not least in line with the proposals of the Conference on the Future of Europe. Momentum suggests there could even be a revision of the treaties just for this purpose, unquote. You are listening to Radio Romania International. Through the Looking Glass continues. The EU Digital COVID Certificate Scheme, set to expire on June 30, has been extended for another 12 months. This is the decision taken on June 13 by negotiating teams from the European Parliament and the Council of the EU. 
By extending the legal framework by a year, EU lawmakers want to ensure that EU citizens have the right to free movement in case there is a new variant of concern. Negotiators have agreed that member states should refrain from imposing additional restrictions to free movement to European COVID certificate holders. Member states will only be allowed to do so where such restrictions are necessary for the purpose of safeguarding public health. The European Parliament's Internal Market Committee has recently adopted its position on the EU's updated rules on product safety of non-food consumer products, with 41 in favour, one against and two abstentions. MEPs adopted changes to enhance the safety of products sold in the EU and consolidate the existing legal framework. MEPs also clarified obligations for economic operators and online marketplaces and strengthened product safety requirements. Consequently, all economic operators such as manufacturers, importers and distributors would have to comply with the updated general safety obligations to place products on the EU market. If those economic operators are not established in the EU, they would have to designate a responsible person in the EU as a contact point for authorities. If they fail to comply, penalties can reach up to 4% of their annual turnover. Also strengthened were the provisions on safety requirements for products to take into account possible specific risks to the most vulnerable consumers, such as children, the elderly and persons with disabilities. Products should be safe for all users, including women, whose safety should also always be considered when products are designed. Technological aspects like cyber interference, but also the effects that digitally connected products can have on children's mental health need to be considered as well. Moreover, online marketplaces would have to establish single contact points to communicate swiftly with surveillance authorities and consumers. Authorities can oblige online marketplaces to remove and disable access to illegal listings of dangerous products. After being notified, online marketplaces would have one day to act. The European Parliament also wants the rapid alert system for dangerous products to be modernized to allow online marketplaces to detect unsafe products more easily. The portal should become more intuitive and information should be easily accessible for users, including persons with disabilities. In case a dangerous product needs to be recalled or there is a safety warning, economic operators and online marketplaces would be required to inform consumers and widely disseminate the information online. Consumers would be informed of their right to repair, replacement or refund. A provision was also added to make sure that information on product safety is available in easily understandable language and accessible to persons with disabilities. According to rapporteur Dita Chanarova, the new rules ensure that all products are safe in Europe by giving consumers more rights and businesses, including online marketplaces, more responsibilities. All these in a way that protects small businesses without limiting consumer choice. 
Dear friends, that's been all from today's Through the Looking Glass. I leave you in the company of music. Listen to Florian Rus with What I Feel. Now Viago, yeah, I'm fixing money. Scrie cu cerneala neagră, vezi să nu rămână nimic nespus Lasă-te dus de tot ce simți și scoate ce în plus Urcă-te pe noi și ține-te de stele De acolo vezi mai bine, stai cu capul printre ele Nu-ți fie frică de înălțim De acolo vezi mai bine în împrejurim E doar o stare, doar o stare E doar o zi din mea Te crezi în stare, te crezi în stare Alungă-ți toți norii din când Hai, privirea la soare Nu se te simți așa la infinit Va trece fix așa cum a venit Azi e aici, mâine dispare Fiindcă e doar o stare Se adune mintea ta toate furtunile deodată Un fel de notă de plată Pe tine ziua asta chiar e supărată Dar nu lăsa să-ți intre în cap Schimbă-ți mai tu și ai scăpat Sau fă o încercare Când te refrenul ăsta tare E doar o stare, e doar o stare E doar o zi din aia în care Nu te crezi în stare te crezi în stare, alungă-ți toți norii din gând Hai, privirea la soare, nu se te simți așa la infinit Va trece fix așa cum a venit Azi e aici, mâine dispare, fiindcă Focus on Romania Coming up next on Radio Romania International Simply Folk. Next in this program is Simply Folk. Listen to Lia Maria Bologa with a song entitled The Round Dance from Hrtibaceni. Oh, 
joacă fete și picioare la 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 îmbrăcați de sărbători la 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 And with that, our broadcast in English for listeners in Western Europe and Africa has come to an end. You can listen to our next program for Western Europe at 1700 hours UTC on 9760 kHz in the DRM system and on 11850 kHz in analog system. Listeners in Africa can receive our programs tomorrow at 1100 hours UTC on 15.320 and 17.670 kHz. We can also be heard on the Internet at www.ri.ro. If you have any comments or suggestions, please write an email at engl at ri.ro. Goodbye. <laughs>